hello, and welcome to Things That Make You Go Woo. I'm your host, Emily Barnard, also known as Emily and Her Stars. I'm a medium, an astrologist, an Akashic Records reader, an artist, and an all-around just silly and curious gal. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the things and people I find fascinating, funny, and inspirational. Things that I hope will certainly make you go woo, too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Things That Make You Go Woo. I am very excited to welcome today's guest, my dear friend, co-podcaster from another podcast, The Mediumship (laughs) Sisters, and development bestie. We have been on a mediumship development journey side by side for a few years now, and I'm so excited to share it with the rest of the world. My dear friend, Mariana Luker. Welcome, Mariana. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Two years. Is it? I, I cannot thinking. believe it. But yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. We <laughs> met through Danielle Squamish Medium, who we love. You live not far from her. I'm totally jealous. Um, <laughs> but we, yeah, we started our mediumship development sort of side by side and figuring out what all of this is from the other side. So who are you and what are your woo superpowers, my friend? I love that question so much because it made me think and I love when things make me think. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay, who am I? And then of course I was like, well, I'm a soul, Yeah. right? I'm a soul. And then and then I was thinking like, but what is the, the the definitions of me? Like what is it that make me be this vehicle, Mariana? Because mm-hmm. really I'm soul, I'm light, I'm love. And sometimes I forget because actually I get caught up into all these other <laughs> little boxes of I'm a Latina, I'm an educator, I'm a mom, a child advocate, because I am hundred percent. I'm a singer. I love singing. I'm a wannabe dancer. <laughs> I was like totally like I'm putting my kids in dance because I really, I really want them to dance because I my my live my out of ballet. <laughs> so I'm such a wannabe dancer. Um, I'm a student of life. I was like, yeah, I'm a student of life. And then I went to. Um, believer of unconditional love hundred oh, percent I live with that in my heart um, even when sometimes life is a little too heavy but that's what has saved me just believing in that when I think of you I think of a heart chakra personified <laughs> you are a bubble of love and you surround yourself with so much beautiful love and you share it with everyone that comes into your field. And yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's the best compliment. I, I I really I really want to exude that for sure. Like I really want um and in one of the trainings I took, we become agents of grace. So it's really offering grace to other people and having a choice having the choice that life could be more graceful than difficult Mm -hmm. 
in, in knowing that we have a choice. So that's that's an agent of grace, basically. Mm -hmm. I know. Beautiful. So exciting. This question was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so philosophical. My Virgo is, I don't know, is my Virgo, is my Mer Mercury ruler, right? That rules my chart. It's like loves to think and analyze. And, and you yeah. describe yourself as an inner child and lineage alchemist, a channel, a mentor, and a healer. Tell yes. me about this. So that's part of the other notes I had as well. Like uh, the more I have done this work, when we started doing mediumship, uh, that completely opened the door for me to be okay with the channel that I am. And when we um, start any journey, we try, our brain tries to compare ourselves with what is out there. Mm -hmm. So am I an Akashic record reader and channel? Am I like galactic channel? Like, you know, I, I try to like, I received so much information in the beginning. And so the more I was doing this work with the inner child, the more I realized how naturally I've always been an inner child channel. Like I mm -hmm. connect with that frequency so naturally. Mm -hmm. When I was an educator, I could feel the feelings of those children and I knew what they needed. So it was easy for me to connect them with some activities, to hold them, to hold my power so they can feel safe, to so it's is that subtle energy that I'm very acquainted with um, that made me realize that that's what I do. But because it's so natural, then you don't even think about it. You know, then you don't even know who you are in that in that realm. If that makes sense. It's just this is it, who I that's, am. That's where a superpower comes from. It's exactly. the very thing that is so natural that we second guess it. We're like, doesn't everybody do this? Exactly. That's, 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 that's why we have to try and do. That's why we have to try and do. And then people get, give you feedback and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, isn't that what everybody does or isn't that? Um, and so that's the biggest frequency for me is, is, is that frequency of the divine child, I call it. Like really getting people to that place um, through the wounded child. So it's one takes it to the other, and it's a frequency of bliss, a frequency of the divine, the frequency of uh, where we come from. So that's one thing um, I really do, and I'm a healer the more I do this. So I heal because I go back into where you're at in those past memories, and I create new timelines for people where maybe you felt alone or unseen or you store pain in your body. And then we go and create a new you that connects to now. And it's beautiful, the transformation. It's just, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible how, how that works. Of course, it's my client doing that mostly, but I am there holding my power um, and channeling and just being witnessing, making sure that love is there, right? Like there's... As soon as judgment comes in, um, I kind of bring love again. Shame comes in, I, I bring love again, clearing all that out. Well, and working with the records or the Akasha or spirit source, fabric of life, whatever you want to call it, it has been scientifically proven, right, that when we have two particles that are connected and we 
have one particle react to something, the other particle will follow suit. And so the idea that when we change something on this timeline, it really does ripple through time and space and affect all timelines. And so we are healing a portion of ourselves that are those wounded children that, you know, I, I hate to say wounded child sometimes because I feel like it places blame on a parent or the person that was raising us. And it isn't that because we're all doing the very best that we can and no one escapes childhood without something. (laughs) And part of what our lesson here on earth and earth school is to learn those lessons, to have those experiences. And so it doesn't make anyone better or worse depending on their early childhood development. But taking the time as an adult to process it in a new way and release it from the fibers and tissues of your body is so important. It's so important. And I feel like a lot of people, I feel like there's a big misconception about inner child work or Mm -hmm. healing. That's why I was trying to call it medicine. uh, And I tried to like explain how uh, the wound and the divine are two different things because it's something you always walk with. It's not something that you just write a letter to or do a meditation and then it's done. It's something that is part of you and it's actually the placeholder of your sacredness. Is the part of you that holds who you are and reminds you of who you are. So for me, like if we get super woo-woo in this woo-woo podcast. Yes, we're allowed. Like we are we are here on this planet, we come to this body and this vehicle has already a lot of stuff going on. We're just freeing this body. We, we really, we, that we're remembering who we are through this body. So basically for me, the biggest mission is to remind ourselves, to remind this body, to remind this, this particular moment of the soul of who we are. So we're constantly liberating and if you are bringing lineage now, like lineage mediumship, what I do is that I believe that the people who come to me are the ones who are freeing their lineage. Because when you choose that, it has such a ripple effect in your immediate circle, mm-hmm. your family, your immediate environment, because you change your frequency, but also to the past. It frees people who could not finish the mission. You yeah. know, could could just they just ended it till here, right? Till this moment on time. Um, and I always think about my mom, and I always remember how much she she wanted something different for me, and it wasn't perfect, but she consciously wanted that moon and Pisces. So very intuitive. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to give you something different that I did not have. And because of that, I was able to to jump into a different place. Again, not perfect, but I didn't lack what she lacked. Right. People cannot see what I'm doing with my fingers. (laughs) Those were quotation marks, yes. (laughs) It's true. And that is the beauty of an empowered parent, which I think is part of your journey too, giving parents the tools to recognize their divine little child, this little innocent spirit that's come in and has 
its own set of needs. We've talked about your daughter before being this precious little Taurus being, which I'm also a Taurus, so I <laughs> feel she's very kindred to me. <laughs> but there's a physical comfort that a Taurus needs. It is a real, it's a real thing. I can't always describe it, but I need tangible softness and comfort. And just knowing that about a child opens up a world of difference for them because they feel supported. Maybe somebody else's support is words. They need to talk through every emotion. My son, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so understanding your child's path along with your own path is the key to deep healing. And again, like also what it, when I mentor, like shadow mentoring mean, means that we take away the shame from what we cannot give mm. or what who can we cannot be because sometimes people cannot be physical with other people mm -hmm. and you might know that your child needs that but you did not receive that you don't know how that is so it's hard for you to give it so it doesn't make sense to shame ourselves it it, it doesn't make sense to um punish ourselves unconsciously because we can give that it's better to just know uh, and give that to you first. And that's why healing through parenting is so important for me as well, because your children are going to do certain things that are going to trigger you, your spouse, your partners, like any relationship around you is going to trigger something that's going to trigger your inner child because you either had uh, experiences where you being affectionate was not well received, being sweet was weak, crying was annoying, so when you have that around you, and mostly when you're in a stress mode and you have that around you, you can't cope and you just snap, react, freeze, right? Like all these trauma responses that we have. And it doesn't need to be such a traumatic childhood sometimes. It's just that you remember we're carrying generational baggage. And so many times with my clients, I that's when I use the Akasha records or um, when I feel like, somebody's coming through from the other side to point out like this comes from me mm -hmm. right we sometimes we don't know where this this uh, uncomfortable feeling or lack of processing emotions or it doesn't come from us it's just just we didn't have that as a role model around us in our gen the previous generation either right same with money trauma same like where where are your beliefs coming from well how were they presented before mm -hmm. you and not even that i was thinking yesterday when you were i was answering this how children really are psychic controversial what i'm going to say because children they don't hear what you say they feel what you say oh. so you can say everything is great and you feel like oh my freaking lord <laughs> like i cannot cope with myself and you can be super neutral in your facial expressions not like me that i'm super latina i'm like ah. you can see everything <laughs> my husband is dutch so it's always very like you know it's almost yeah. the same beautiful face he has because he's so handsome but but um <laughs> but, but really like my children feel what he says even though his words are not loud or you know what i mean i do that's such an interesting concept because 
I, I've been accused before of wearing my emotions on my face. I have a very difficult time hiding them. <laughs> You're like me. But I think that's so true. As a child, I remember feeling the room, feeling the situation. And we are taught to release that and to forget that as we get older. And that is where our, the woo gifts that everyone has, because I do believe every person has the ability to do the things we do in, in their own unique ways. But to forget listening to the energy, to forget that you are constantly absorbing the energy around you from the fields, from the parents, from the rooms, from your lineage. It's a bombardment. And as a child, that can be so overwhelming because you're just trying to figure out your own wants and needs, not to mention everything else that you're absorbing and feeling around you. Yeah, and, and it goes linked with um, I was taking a class and this this girl was saying how a nervous system and inner child is almost the same. So, hmm. um, because we have to survive, mm -hmm. we are wired to be really, it's almost like the veil is up. So we're wired to feel everything so we could survive in this, right. in, on the planet, right? So you feel everything. So when, when to me, like, that's why I do this work so much and I love it so much because going through the birth canal, um, everything represents a bit of, of a change and a struggle and a transformation. And then you come through, you're here and there's bright and there's like, there's all this stuff rubbing your very baby, <laughs> fluffy, natural skin after being in water for so many months. And... You know, all these things that you might think like, oh, whatever, whatever. And then everybody's scaring you and Poking pulling you. your cheeks and yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> you know, it's all these things that we, um, I do an exercise with my clients too. I, I ask a number. Um, my mentor taught me this of when was your separation from source? Mm. Give me a number. Maybe, I don't know if you want to do this right now. But um, no, from one to four, give me a number. Yeah, I would say two. So that is in the womb. Sometimes it's conception, sometimes it's womb, sometimes is birth canal, sometimes it's the first three years. Mm -hmm. And that can change. That could be right now where you are. Mm -hmm. Again, because I believe we're in we're multi multi-dimensional beings. So we are all the time connecting with different parts of us to bring that part back. Mm -hmm. So this a part of you right now feels separated in the womb. So it's, it's just such a it's one piece of information of like, okay, where, what is it? And just maybe breathe through, maybe breathe and um, just hold your womb and be more connected to that part and release. And as we know, everybody talks about epigenetics and how epigenetics come from our ancestors. Like everything is in science too, right? Like yeah, yeah. we were our grandmas, right? Yes. Part I of us is our grandmothers. I love that. <laughs> I do. I actually find myself thinking about that a lot because I think, okay, if I was in my grandmother, my grandmother was in my great-great-grandmother, that brings her life, her reality, so much closer to mine, right? There's, It's like an instant universal wormhole <laughs> because I can tap into her consciousness i can tap into her life and into her reality and 
Yeah, I, I am fascinated by lineage and by ancestry. It actually was what brought me into mediumship and astrology and everything else. Yeah, I was studying the ancestry of my family and was helping a friend because I had done so much work on my own. She wanted a little assistance. And one evening, one of her relatives visited me at the foot of the bed. And that was one of the very first visitation experiences I had. And I was like, yeah, okay, no problem. I'll tell her thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you make eye contact, eye. freeze. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, that's so scary. But yeah, I, I, I do think that I love that. we sink into our lineage and to understanding where we come from, that is the key to unlocking the peace and the freedom for ourselves. And for everybody before us and after us. Oh. I always, that empowers me always so much to, to, and I, and you know what? I actually know it in my body. I know I have changed the concept of marriage for my children. I know I have changed the way um, I see empowerment in my life because I know what it was before and how I live it now. And I remember when I was living in Mexico, I was 21 and I remember having this vision of me like, like, you know, I, we're a Catholic in Mexico, but I'm not one of those Catholics or I am actually not a Catholic anymore. But um, I was raised by, by my, also by my grandma. Like I spent a lot of my time with my grandma and she was a very um, modern Catholic, an Aquarius doing a lot of like manifesting exercises and all these things. It was, it was pretty magical. I never felt punishing or evil or anything like that, but it was in, in the culture. So that's right. what I'm trying to say. So I remember seeing myself and seeing Jesus, like this image that I would interpret as Jesus walking and with so much ease. And, and it was not the vision. It was the feeling. And I was like, I'm out of my timeline. That's what I thought. I need to be walking like with ease and grace and acceptance for myself. And I am not that. I am not that. So what can I do <laughs> to be that? And so that's when I started planning to move out of Mexico. And because I was a teacher already, I wanted to be a, a transmission of that. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't matter what I would say to the children if I was not fully independent or accepting myself or embracing myself. They would know. <laughs> ah, those little so psychic then, beings would know. They would know. And then how would I help them stay in that frequency if I wasn't being honest and authentic, authentic with that? So that's when I moved. Um, and when I moved, I definitely changed something in me. I leaped. It was a, hu a huge leap out of my comfort zone in so many levels. And I knew I, I knew then that I had changed something from my family. Mm -hmm. So for me, lineage is, is um, really, is, it is part of our mission here just to really free it. We're representing that. Like we're representing that part as, as this earthbound body. Right, not maybe not so much maybe the the spirit that we are uh, that comes in, but we are holding this oldest codes inside, and somebody needs to do something about it. <laughs> I mean, 
it could be you it could be me it could be the next generation who knows but i i choose to take the challenge and then i'm like oh i need a break (laughs) 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 yeah that was heavy and now i need to sink back into being human into this existence yeah yeah, no it's okay i'm not gonna take that one Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But when I was, I think it was 10 or 11, I started asking the elders in my family, like my great grand aunts and grandma and like any single thing that they could tell me about their stories, everything. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to hear it from them. And I start, and when I was listening to them, I was listening to how they were feeling when they were saying these things, which now that I think about it, that was, that was it. And, and I remember feeling it in my body. Um, and then I started writing all these, um, what is it called? The, well, the ancestry tree, the lineage, you know, well, like a yeah, genealogy, or, genealogy tree, mm-hmm. genealogy tree. Yeah. I, I did that for my, my entire family. Mm-hmm. I am the one who has it because I've always been so interested in in that. And I think that's my my Pluto in house four. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Transforming that family. Yeah, just like family. super curious about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. So very interesting. Any any anything like that. I feel like we we're here to transform collectively. Um, and for our representing our families um our lineage Mm -hmm. and the divinity that we are and that's part of what i will talk about today um in my master class tomorrow sorry tomorrow so okay tell us about this amazing master class you have coming up well it is very amazing (laughs) it It is it is like i somebody was asking me but what is it that you put this like photo of you and your husband like i mean first of all they're amazing photos uh, <laughs> yeah we all amazing. want that relationship <laughs> it's not always like that guys and that's part of what i want to say is the duality of everything right uh, but that those photos because i feel them so much in my body i feel the they're the result of the work of transformation that I've had within myself. And they also represent the masculine and the feminine within me. Um, they represent the integration of that within me because I we tend to project so much on our partners mm-hmm. and the people we live with. And really, it's all part of us. So... Um, being able to carry that and know that oh my gosh this is driving me crazy oh it's also inside me it's just that i see it outside and so when you're able to embrace that it's easy to see it in the other you don't have to make the other one wrong right because if you make if you make somebody wrong you make yourself wrong if you make that aspect wrong if you stop seeing it with innocence and play and curiosity i mean there's bigger things of course that are harder to to comprehend and embrace and integrate like of course it takes time but if you are able to there's so much freedom within you and there's so much 
um, abundance within you. And it's almost like you don't need anything. You don't need anything because you experience so much freedom. Um, so my class is about what is holding that duality? What wounds do we have? Um, I, I have like certain categories and I, I'm going to explain to people uh, a little bit of that. Um, and really that there was never anything wrong with us and that we have a choice always grace or pain it's our choice we do that's our divine right that's to me that's that's freedom of will to choose how am i gonna take this or embrace this or see this part of my life uh, because it's gonna happen anyways just being less scared of okay, I'm not going to do these things and I'm going to try to fix this and that so this doesn't happen. Well, guess what? It's always going to happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how, who are you when it happens? That's the difference. That's when you bring heaven on earth. Who are you when that happens? And the more graceful you are with yourself, and this is because you learned through your relationships that are teaching you to be graceful with others, Right? They're teaching you to, okay, I'm, I'm so annoyed by this and this, this that is happening. Well, but why is that? Like, really, really, why is that? Because I feel overwhelmed. But why do you feel overwhelmed? Because I feel like I can't do everything. But but why, why is it, like, why is that wrong? Because I feel alone. Mm -hmm. So you, you always go deeper and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I feel alone. And that's why I'm getting annoyed but am I really alone? So you go do the healing work for you and you you hold yourself, you take a moment to carry your duality, mm -hmm. to carry that part of you, that it doesn't need to go away, that it doesn't need to be fixed, that it doesn't need to disappear. It just needs you. And that's how you embrace it. So that among other things. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> it's... Oh, there's so much there, Mariana, for me to, to talk about, but realizing how much of ourselves we have put on the back burner and we have been encouraged to, we've been taught to take these pieces of ourselves and set them to the side and carry on. And if there's anything that I hope we learned through the pandemic and through everything that's going on in the world, we have to slow down. We have to be intentional with our purpose and our desires because nobody else is going to. And it doesn't matter if other things have to crumble in order for that to happen. If we don't honor ourselves, we're just passing it on to the next generation. And they exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, so much truth there. So much truth. Yeah. It's true. Like, it's, it's, um, I, I, I know this is a journey we have to go through, all of us. The one that, uh, if you ever felt when you were younger, I'm preparing for a time in the future. Um, this is a time. We are in the time where you bring all your tools. You, you put together all your power, you call all your team here or elsewhere, <laughs> um, and, and, you, and you transform 
and you transform, transform, transform. I mean, it's in the astrology too. Right. That's what I love, I think, the most about your tools, because you do bring in astrology and Akashic and mediumship and the idea of seeing the lineage. You've talked about it when we've chatted before about seeing it kind of unfold through history and how you can see the web of the connections. Um, and I just think the way you utilize your tools is beautiful. It's a beautiful gift. And I have witnessed the lives that you have changed and the power that you have in your messages and in your branding. And it's, it's just, I'm honored to be in your circle. It's beautiful. Yeah. My friend, my friend. Well, okay. I have a few follow-up questions because Mm -hmm. I like to ask all of my guests these questions. What Mariana is your favorite woo object and why? Well, I was thinking first, um, lately crystals are like, I'm a crystal fan now. Um, but it's, I, to me, smell is so important. So incense, incense. Um, I just feel like I could be anywhere. I could go to a holiday or go to my mom's house or somewhere. And if I, if I just burn some incense, it's like I'm home. Mm. It's, it's, it's such a, such a thing. I was thinking, what, what is it? Um, but it's definitely that for me. Um, yeah, and just a meditation cushion. Like if I can, <laughs> if I can sit down. It used to be like malas. I used to like wear malas a lot. Like um, I used to meditate so much uh, before, and just wearing it like around my wrist or around my my neck, just to remind me, just to remind me. But not so much anymore. I feel like. Right now, sage, incense, any kind of smell puts me in the right mood. And just sitting in with that intention. And crystals. Like right now, I have four crystals in front of me. <laughs> so I think that says something. I think so. Right? I what like that you? woo objects can evolve. It doesn't always have to be one thing. It's what's serving your purpose and your need in this moment. I I like smell. I think that's one I hadn't thought of before, but it is... I was having a sip of tea actually before we joined up and it took me back to like being 22 and my first job and I can <sighs> be in that office in that career um, in an instant when I drink chamomile tea. That's just oh, that smell. Yeah. I, that's how I know my grandma comes because mm. I, there's, I mean, among many other things, but this rose kind of smell, mm-hmm. um, because she had this rosary made with um, rose palo rosa, rose rosewood, rosewood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I, I, it's such a such a dis- distinct smell, and it is is I that I know she's around. But I'm gonna, because I know you have other questions, so I have something to say. <laughs> I also wanted to say something, um, that I didn't say about my superpower, and I'm just gonna take this opportunity because sometimes I don't. You know, we don't say who we are and we don't think about these things. And 
I, I, I see the child in people. Mm-hmm. Like I see the inner child of, like I see the innocence in people. Like I, maybe because I worked for 17 years with children and now I'm going to go back again in September. Um, I'm so excited. But because of that, like, I see them with that innocence. Like, I, I not only see the adult, I see the person in that moment. And that really helps me to see them with so much love and, and sweetness. And whatever they're going through, whatever it's happening, um, my capacity of compassion is there. Because I do I do see that in them. Um which before maybe that would have been me excusing or justifying a lot of people, but I have learned to set my boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the best description of your woo superpower. I do. I think that really encapsulates your, your entire path and your passion and the thing that comes natural to you because so many of us see the adult in the state of a temper tantrum, you know, cutting you off in traffic and there's fingers flying and rah. <laughs> but to realize that we aren't that, that that's just a moment. That's a beautiful gift. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. They're probably tantruming. I like when, because I see that in myself, like we're probably tantruming half of the time, not getting our way, mm-hmm. um, not understanding what we're not heard by other people. You know, we're constantly, we're these big adults with little kids inside trying to feel uh, safe, safe and that we and loved. Yeah. all the time, right? Like, mm-hmm. so we do big things like big things in the world, um, like wars, right? When we tantrum. To be safe. We do, it's a lot of power. But really, what is the source? What is the disconnection of of it? Um, the, the 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 bigger we are, the more um, we can affect others, right? The bigger we are, it's just it's just the way it is. But really, we're like little children. <laughs> I mean, kind of dangerous, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. You have passed from this realm and someone here wants to call your energy back to connect with you what's the best way they can do that oh my gosh this was like the best question i was like oh my gosh how are they gonna find me guys this is me yeah (laughs) so weird i'm like lemongrass tea it's gonna find me or my husband or whomever i'm like okay i was like lemongrass tea mm-hmm. and then there's like the salad that my mom used to make uh i mean she probably makes it still but she hasn't done it in a while for me and it's like it's called spring salad mm-hmm. but it's really like a japanese kind of combination she learned when uh, we lived in in the uk when i was little <clears throat> so there were a lot of international students and my dad was studying a PhD there so <clears throat> she brought back this salad and it was like my favorite salad like every birthday she would make it which she tack in mushrooms and those like clear noodles and all delicious yeah. so that would be like I would probably bring a flashback to that or like see this or just the flavor mm. what other thing was like oh tahin which is this Mexican powder a lot of food 
<laughs> this Mexican little like spice mm-hmm. uh, that I put on everything. Ground like, spices, like a blend of ground. Yeah, like like um, little pepper, salt, actually a little bit of sugar and lemon. Mm-hmm. And I put it on fruit. I put it on salads. I put it everything, you know, and everything. My husband will know this because he's like, "What is this?" So <laughs> I, that would be. And then what what other thing was? Uh, yeah, incense again. Sandalwood and lavender. Sandalwood. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I love sandalwood. I can understand. I love that. sandalwood too. Mm-hmm. And um, and I guess singing and dancing. Like, my grandma comes to me. And she touches my feet and she says to me, I love you once, I love you twice, I love you three times. Oh. Like, because she would hang up the phone every time saying, te amo uno, te amo dos, te amo tres. So when I hear it, I know she's around. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, what would I say? What do I always say? I love you no matter what. I love you no matter what. No matter I love what. you no matter what. I love you no matter what. So I would... I would say something like that and maybe like sing and dance like rock and roll. <laughs> put on a good pop um, tune and we will jam out. <laughs> yeah, like I do that with my kids a lot just randomly. So that would be something that like a, a Latin song like Mark Anthony or like very like tennis salsa. That would be me. Lots of different options. Yes, I, I, but amazingly, all together, they work like a great Sunday afternoon. <laughs> oh my oh, god, I love it! I love this. This is that was super fun. Oh, okay. So, how can my listeners find you? Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram. In um, I'm Star Aligned Alchemy dot, well Star Aligned Alchemy or my website is StarlineAlchemy.com. You can also find me in the Mediumship Sisters podcast. I'm there. Yeah. I also have a Facebook page. Again, Star Aligned Alchemy. Um, and yes, tomorrow I'm doing a masterclass. Embrace it all. You can um find that in instagram or you can go to my website actually and it will say masterclass and it's there it's going to be an hour and it's very exciting it's tomorrow at 10 10 a.m pst if they can't make it tomorrow is there an option to get a recording or are you going to offer another one soon um i will so I forgot to mention that the masterclass has a one week Facebook container where mm-hmm. I will actually um, bring practices to embrace. So mm-hmm. the replay will be there. So if anybody can make it live, they can just be in the container and the replay will be there. Wow. If everything goes well. <laughs> <laughs> if we master if our technology. Technology is <laughs> like, ugh. And it's also, not even Mercury retrograde. And it's oh, been- no, I don't need. I don't even know. <sighs> Mercury retrograde and me are not. No, it's just. Yeah. I I don't like because my Mercury rules my chart. I feel like uh, it's more my communication than the actual uh, text stuff. Is more like how do I think? It's just very. Yeah, I I feel it actually. So I take my space. 
Um, I will and, put links to all of your things in the show notes so people can. And find also, you. what else? What else do we do? What else we do. We're doing, doing our workshop. We are doing a workshop. Yeah. On April second, we are doing an embody your cosmic essence three hour workshop with a month long Facebook container mm -hmm. um, with Lara of Aura Minerals, who was on not too long ago, just a couple episodes back. And the supremely talented M.A. Dupree, who's just a doll. I've met her and become acquainted with her through you. And it's a beautiful opportunity for any of our listeners to understand sort of that basic i mean it is it's your cosmic essence it's the part of you that you come into this realm with we find that through your astrology chart through your human design chart your elemental balance your the makeup of your aura and then how do you return to that when you have problems how do you use that information to help you manage your day-to-day -day living and embody the change that you want to be so it's a beautiful class i so enjoy being in the energy and just the container with all of you ladies it's been amazing it's been amazing so yeah that's that's one thing that i'm really looking forward to just because it's it's a way to to bring different tools with the same goal mm -hmm. And really the combination allows you to live live it, right? It's not only your mind, it's also your body and your soul connecting um, and freeing yourself again. Today we've been talking about so much about freeing. and um, That is a huge part of it because we can release the pieces of judgment that we've put on ourselves or that yeah. others have placed on us and coming back to that I call it our baseline operating system. <laughs> I love that. It's that simple, the simple essence of who we are and to stop fighting against it. Yeah, to stop trying to become something we're not or to fight something that is keep saying, hey, but I'm this. And you're like, but no, yeah. but look and so-and-so. No, but, but I'm, I'm, this is how I present myself. But So you are at, stop battling with you. You stop going against you and you go for you and then you feel aligned like it's just just that connection within because you're not separating yourself from that intuition you're actually recognizing it and capturing it and holding it and becoming it right instead right. of just going oh who 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 get no no yeah deflect deflect, deflect. <laughs> yeah oh, oh. Yes, thank you. This is thank, thank you. you so much. It was so delightful to talk to you. And I'm sure you'll have you on again. Because you so you're much. not getting rid of me anytime soon. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I'm going to come through. Yeah, no, and I on know. the other side. <laughs> Let me so, rest tea, grandma's salad, mom's salad. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Sandalwood. I got it. I love you no matter what. Love you too. Emily. I love you no matter what, Emily. <laughs> I'm going to make you dance. Gonna dance. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, my sweet Thank dear friend. You. You and so we'll talk yeah. again soon. Thank you to all the listeners. And all of the links will be in the show notes. And we'll catch you again soon. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Things That Make You Go Woo. 
You can help me out by leaving a positive rating and a review wherever you downloaded this episode. Be sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Emily and Her Stars. You can also reach out via email anytime, emilyandherstars at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Things That Make You Go Woo.